This is Offspin. So I was working almost uh, 20 to 22 hours a day to be very frank. I was oh. just uh, surviving on power naps through the day. So on that same day, uh, Revan sir comes on call by somewhere around 10 p.m. that night. Mm-hmm. And then he says, okay, we are assigned to do this uh, studio. Are you guys up for it? And he sketches up on the screen how it should be and the entire layout and everything. So after the meeting got over, he's like, okay, tomorrow by 3 p.m. send me all this information. And when people of that stature call you and then tell you, okay, you need to do this, you know, if you deliver, you have, you know, achieved it. Offspin Media Friends proudly presents A Day in Your Life by Anant Krishnan, an Offspin original. Hi, my name is Anant. And welcome to this podcast where this is all about you, a day in your life. In the seventh episode of this series, I speak with Rollins Roy, the founder of Rollins Arcoustics. Rollins is a senior architect and a studio acoustician who's built some of the best studios in India, a very notable studio in Dubai and also done installations at sites all around the world. Let's hear what he's got to say about a day in his life. Hi, Rollins. Hi, uh, Anand. Nice catching up. Yes. Could you tell me a little about yourself, where you were born and raised? Okay. Um, I was born and raised in Navi, Mumbai. And uh, pretty much the best part of the 90s that I was brought up in. And uh, I did my schooling at Father Agnew, which is at uh, Vashi. And then later on, did uh, architecture from the University of Mumbai itself. And then after a bit of experience in the architectural realm of uh, work, I then further went on to, you know, specialize into the field of acoustic engineering and construction. And I was in the UK for a while. Then I came back and started from scratch in, you know, the city of Mumbai. So I set up my base and my office and everything in New Bombay itself. But it was a very, in a very organic manner. Nothing that, you know, I started from the day one, I had an office, I had a team. No, none of that was there. I was pretty much by myself. It's been just five years that I have set up where I have a team of approximately five to six members. And then we do projects in India and outside India as well. Amazing. I mean, was there a specific course for acoustics in the UK? Uh, yeah, actually, even in India, there is in IAC Bangalore. Okay. I think the syllabus was more oriented towards uh, mechanics and, you know, industrial acoustics, etc. My uh, zone was purely architectural design. And I used to be, you know, uh, playing for a few bands. I used to play the keyboards and the piano in my college days. And... I somehow wanted to merge both worlds, you know, music and architecture. Yeah. And uh, it was all, you know, you know, uh, self-exploration since my early uh, graduate years where I realized, okay, there is a field uh, where, you know, maybe we can explore to build best for a musician or for a person who is more sensitive towards, you know, 
the oral experience so that's how i this was just a self exploration maybe a major risk on the uh, you know professional uh, direction because there is no one to back me up or support me in this uh, random jump that i had to take thankfully the people around me and the people whoever i interacted to within india and outside india were all quite positive and encouraging and yeah everything with a lot of hard work definitely with a lot of sleepless nights even till date you know uh, it doesn't feel like working uh, you know going to a 9 to 5 job uh, you know getting stressed out it's none of that like yeah the it's more like you know an enjoyment and exploration every project is different from the other everything has a different brief so it ends up being quite a satisfying journey so far amazing so what is your day like usually from the time you wake up uh, maybe until the day ends i wake up approximately around 6 and then i just uh, start looking at what all is there in the day to catch up with and i have a schedule every week uh, like on a sunday itself i schedule my entire week uh, and the first 3 days of the week are pretty much you know jam packed where i have to address the ongoing site issues or the site requirements you know and there are vendors there are execution teams there are other consultants in place uh, i have to see to it that it is all falling within the timeline or the schedule of the project completion so uh, each of my team member is assigned with a specific project task or a specific project module so i set up all these task lists or to do items on a sunday and uh, actually my preparation for the week starts from the saturday itself you know on saturdays i sit alone and i do all my simulations calculations and i see to it that i don't have too many disturbances uh, from you know all these site representatives and hmm. all those uh, things that usually happen through the day yeah. on a normal weekday yeah and then on a sunday it's further more silence but i have to of course balance my personal life and the professional life as well so it's mainly during the night time that i delve into this in detail and on a monday we start off uh, fully in a you know by 9 am my team and me we have all our interactions uh, we see to it that okay the week uh, the task list for the next 5 days is all lined up and uh, by entire monday is specifically lining up everything for the next 5 days and by uh, mid day which is approximately after 12 pm i start interacting with my clients and my other team members consultants and uh, align all the uh, problem areas which we have to work upon and i give them a a timeline of approximately 2 to 3 days to you know respond back if it is something that can be dealt with in a day or so i see to it that i respond within a 24 hour period so and then by the second half of the day uh, by 3 to 4 pm i again catch up with my team members we sketch we uh, discuss we detail out drawings and then if it is a site which is in the heart of mumbai we see to it that 
we head out for site visits before 1 pm so that during non peak hours we can drive catch up and reach the destination finish whatever we have planned for the day and then come back before 5 pm okay so during the non peak hours we do all that that is when it is a day scheduled in mumbai if it is a day scheduled for an outstation site it's a completely different schedule in place but usually i avoid going on mondays yeah mondays are usually the same but tuesday wednesdays thursdays are all different like sometimes uh, if it is a studio project we have to spend almost the entire day at that space you know and uh, so it's pretty much lined up only for that uh, specific project and we take up only sp- uh, limited projects at a time so that we can give our maximum time into detailing and trying to keep every space unique in its own way even the interiors and the you know the details that we use we see to it that it is not all monotonous everywhere we try to bring in some special element for each of our clients so that is something that we have tried to be consistent with over the last so many years very good uh, taking up uh, limited projects to do justice to your clients is you know one of the most uh, amazing work ethics one can ever have you know yeah. quality over quantity yes yes absolutely yeah so when someone calls you perhaps for the first time for a studio build or in you know i've seen some of your projects like you've done perhaps acoustic corrections yes. for an auditorium or a badminton arena yes 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 uh, how do you approach this could you please describe your workflow um yes so uh, even before a client connects with me i see to it that it is coming through a known referral for whom we have already worked before you know okay. so that eases out a lot of communication because i don't have to sit and explain what we how we get into picture if there is another project architect or a interior designer or somebody else involved you know so yeah. uh, if there is already a project architect or a consultant involved we see to it that we do complete justice to their aesthetic direction mm-hmm. and we work behind the scenes on all the technicalities of the space okay and uh, the details are such that the vision of their space is you know uh, fulfilled so that's how we work re- work in reverse then okay but if we are the project architect and if we are the consultants on board to align everything in place we see to it that we first uh, go and check the space we measure the space all the physical dimensions and second is all the acoustic parameters are are uh, tested so we have our source and receiver and as per bsi so uh, standards we do our tests in the space we take all the data and uh, once all the data documentation is done we study it we try to understand which areas do we really need to address so that you know budget is also very important aspect of the project right yeah so we have to do uh, justice to that aspect as well so in most scenarios it is always the budget that we have to first prioritize and see to it that we can fulfill the uh, performance parameters within a certain budget so yeah we uh, first align that if it is not fitting within that then we inform the client in the next meeting itself okay so to do to achieve this performance within the space these are the materials involved this is the timeline involved these are the a uh, number of man hours or the, uh, you know the manpower required to achieve this within that specific timeline 
and uh, our estimation for this timeline would be so much would you be you know eager to still do it or do you want to compromise on certain elements or do it phase wise yeah so this is how we break it down for the client completely so even before executing any project we simulate the space for them hmm. they can actually hear the space they can actually understand how much of an improvement they're going to get if the specific uh, solution that we generate and if within that specific budget from the client uh, if we feel that it's only uh, 10 to 15% improvement then we ourselves tell the client you know there's no point spending this x amount just for this much improvement yeah if uh, you spend x plus this much you will probably get a 40 to 50% improvement in that space yeah so we align them accordingly so the client is fully clear even before touching or breaking apart whatever he already has you know wow so if there are so many projects where you know i have uh, been called i tell them the entire solution i give them the entire picture and i have actually dissuaded them from going ahead you know yeah so i have i mean the project is nil for us but we have so many case studies like so many case studies more than 450 plus case studies by now oh that's a lot yeah in different uh, volumes for different volumes so even before we visit any space when a client sends a drawing uh, i already have my uh, you know case references ready mm-hmm. so i know what uh, which project of ours to connect this project with mm-hmm. so we'll have very similar values and then we detail it out specifically or which is unique to that specific client or space understood exciting and uh, little challenging because i think this is a very dynamic uh, you know industry yes yes because your cost won't be true to picture it might go up and down depending on so many factors yes 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 uh, i must say that you know i have uh, ended up spending a lot from my own pocket on certain projects you know but uh, with that intent you know i need to prove something to the client you know and maybe the opposite person might not be so technically interested hmm. and uh, they just want to hear some magic out of the space so certain projects i must say you know i just want them to feel that difference so i end up putting in a little more extra and try to prove them that okay this is what you achieved by spending this much and you know then when they really feel it then they are like oh, okay now we understand the subject i've been a big fan of your designs ever since i've seen Shada Brian's studio images on social media. Okay. How did you get to achieve that? Oh, that was quite a journey, you know, because it all happened during that entire COVID period. Yeah. So we had our challenges of how many times we can go visit the space and you know so many extra elements that came into picture because of that period. Aditya uh, my uh, you know friend and colleague in all these studio projects he told me that you know his very uh, good friend shadab wants to build a space and you know we need to do it really fast so i was like okay and uh, before starting any project now i do my entire study of the user hmm. so that i know to what level of detail and what level of uh, space this uh, user would appreciate 
Yeah. So I started spending some time with uh, Shada Brain and his wife uh, Rupali as well. And we started working out different modules for the space. And the most challenging was it was really tight space on the ninth uh, floor of a residential tower. Okay. And it is in the most, uh, you know, busiest hub of Mumbai. And uh, we had to take into consideration so many other extras like noise factors, you know, and then there are so many religious places nearby. And uh, then there is the normal um, ambient noise that is all beyond 87 decibels. Wow. So it was quite challenging that way. And when I realized that to achieve an isolation to cut off most of the elements for his level of detail, I have to really, you know, reduce that volume so much more. So the main challenge was how to keep the space comfortable enough at the same time achieve that isolation. Yeah. And uh, the furniture design, we ended up doing a lot of detailing, like, you know, the furniture design in that space, the entire left hemisphere of the space is a reflective glass opening, you know, which opens out to the horizon. So okay. in a small space, speaker boundary interference catches up so much that, you know, we really had to have that detail at the same time, see and control it. Yeah. The air conditioning noise. And we even have a space where the rack opens up into another secret room kind of a space, you know. Hmm. So you just push the wall and you enter into a machine room. Okay. So first it was supposed to be a stereo space. Then it ended up being 5.1 and then 7.1.4. Atmos. So yeah, Atmos was just catching up then. It was the first uh, Dolby Atmos music space actually, you know. Yeah. So uh, there were so many standards that kept changing during that phase. Uh, and we had to uh, really, we were put to test considering all those reflective planes internally and then how we have to organically uh, build up and accommodate a powerful 7.1.4 uh, immersive setup, you know. Yeah, from stereo to atmos is like a huge <laughs> challenge. Yes. And like the spacing of the speakers, everything changes, you know. Yeah. But yeah, we hit few milestones. We had our own failures during the process. Okay. okay. But uh, the best part was uh, Shadab Rain being the, uh, you know, the perfectionist that he is. He allowed us to, uh, you know, experiment and arrive at the best solution hmm. within that limitation, you know, which I really respect him for. And uh, Aditya Modi, he being the nice person that he is, he allows me to have a free hand, you know, hmm. and uh, it really helps in a lot of ways uh, because uh, we had to first model the space and then the equipments, you know, it's not finalized. So it keeps changing with so many other factors, their discussions on that front. So on the AV front, uh, Aditya and Shadab is discussing on this build front. I'm working out with my team and the execution team. So it has to all merge finally, you know, so the team made revisions with each room modification and then added sources to simulate and understand the parameters and isolation uh, requirements. Okay. So yeah, it was, I mean, there's so much more to speak about this space. Uh, <laughs> finally, we ended up doing the entire floor, you know, okay. it's not just a studio. We en ended up doing a small space for his team to work 
and uh, then a small preview space uh, which opens out to a balcony garden okay and uh, we created a furniture unit which houses all the playstation the amps and everything and it has these silent uh, fans in that uh, unit also so it okay. cools the entire equipment within that furniture unit but when you enter the space it's all seamless you don't see any wires you don't see any huge elements it's all very seamless yeah wow a studio with hidden cables and wires is an absolute achievement yeah all that cable management everything had to be dealt with very precisely i mean mm-hmm. we did a lot of custom detailing and uh, we enjoy that we enjoy customizing our entire space for the user whom we are working for so that's why we have to take up limited projects at a time and do what we can do best yeah of course then your work also speaks you know because your focus is all there in the limited projects and you know you can do the best justice possible yes yes now to my favorite question how did you and aditya modi get to building one of the most amazing studios in the world the firdaus studio uh this again you know was a very interesting set of events okay i never thought that this would actually happen i am being very honest and personal over here okay and uh, with aditya i have done many such uh we've started on projects and we don't know if it will actually happen okay mm-hmm. but we do our full justice to these projects and uh one day he just calls me up and says hey rolls uh, we have to do this uh space and you know rehman sir has asked for uh space for you know a set of musicians like for an orchestra and yeah. this is going to be uh in dubai so let's catch up on this he wants to quickly catch up on a meeting Mm-hmm. So this was almost at the end of the day okay like it's a monday in okay. july 2019 okay so like my usual monday i was like fully packed with lot of stuff that that is the same time i was even working on netflix when netflix was setting up in mumbai okay so i have meetings like my day gets over by 6 and then i have to wait until 9 pm for 9 pm to 12 am meetings with the us team uh in of the netflix you know So I was working almost twenty uh, to twenty-two hours a day. To be very frank, I was oh. just uh, surviving on power naps through the day. Oh man! So, so on that same day, and then suddenly uh, Rehman sir comes on call by somewhere around ten p.m. that night, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Okay, this is the vision." He's sitting there in Dubai. Okay. Me and Aditya are sitting in uh, Chennai, and I am in my Bombay office. Okay. And we get on a video call, and he uh, is with the. Dubai team or the royal family uh, who is setting up the Expo 2020 uh, layout. Okay. Yeah. And then he says, "Okay, we are assigned to do this uh, studio. Are you guys up for it?" And he sketches up on the screen how it should be and the entire layout and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, uh, let's do this." And there is no a fixed site. Okay. It's yeah. an idea which we have to conceptualize and show it graphically. Okay. So after the meeting got over, he's like, "Okay, tomorrow by three p.m. send me all this information." I was, <laughs> I was like, "It's ten p.m. on a Monday, and by Tuesday three p.m. they were expecting uh, us to be ready with the presentation." You know? Oh man! So that's how it. And when people of that stature call you and then tell you, "Okay, you need to do this," you know, if you deliver, you have, you know, achieved it. 
Yeah. And you know that's a big jump for you professionally in your career also. Correct. Correct. So I was like, man, now I have another meeting uh, that's going to happen in an hour, and then I have to sit here. So I was in the office itself for two nights, and I must say, through that entire year, 2019, I've done this a lot, and I really cherished those memories, you know. And uh, believe me, by next day, though it was not 3 p.m. by 5 p.m., I uh, happened to put something together. I took Aditya on call multiple times before sending it across, and uh, we had a concept ready, you know. Amazing. And uh, he presented it to the main client, which is the Dubai government, mm-hmm. and um, then I just forgot about it. Okay. <laughs> and then sometime in august again this call comes in okay mm-hmm. parallelly you know uh, this is the same time that uh, we are working on uh, ar rahman sir's mumbai studio panchatan and the km academy setup which is in nandiri okay okay so because we are doing that he's talking to us about this also which okay. may happen okay yeah so we are already used to uh, understanding his views his visions and then putting it together because very limited conversations or meetings we have but we have to deliver it okay yeah and uh, then by august of 2019 by end of august we again receive a call saying that okay we need to take this forward now little more detailing and then there was a second revision to the entire concept because that was like a one night thing right yeah now few more days and then we put forward another presentation which had a uh, huge scoring floor rehearsal rooms and the best part was his vision was to give the musicians a clear view of garden spaces and landscaping you know generally hmm. musicians are stuck within a you know a, a room with no uh, opening natural and, light yeah no natural light yeah. uh, no view nothing right so then he was like we should uh, allow that to happen and we should allow the public to be able to see how they make music and how they make content yeah, yeah. so that was the main challenge and we made everything like that with, uh, and we didn't have any site restrictions then okay so and then later in october 2019 we get this uh, layout from the expo 2020 team and uh, we realized that you know we have very limited space we don't have the space that we were envisioning this entire project to be in mm-hmm. and then we were like put to task again to you know compact it within that uh, limited site area yeah. and which is more uh, closer to the core of that space now okay. that expo 2020 is called expo city it's a huge city and so well designed you know so being given the opportunity to design within that space itself was a blessing in this guys yeah. yeah and you are designing with all the top people or of people like designers from all across the world yeah and uh, then you have to keep up to a name that you know everybody knows so yeah. then in december we were called to site and then every tuesday imagine every tuesday we used to travel to dubai with content and information and drawings every tuesday okay as like, coming up and down until that march you know lockdown thing that happened every yeah. tuesday we go, going up and down aligning the entire thing and then suddenly you know the lockdown happened 
yeah and uh, everything was online it was even unsure that you know if this would really happen after all the effort we put in mm-hmm. but then in 2021 august we are called uh, to dubai and uh, then we started the build process you know so mm-hmm. by then we have already detailed it so much you know sitting in our uh, spaces in each of those like uh, alteas in chennai and in bombay there are a few others in uh, dubai who are reviewing the entire process yeah then finally we end up in dubai and imagine like from may to november we have completely executed the building amazing you know and day and night in 50 degree temperature oh. all that yeah it was quite a challenge and with more than 200 300 people within that confined space Working. and in that heat in that uh, extreme covid conditions you know yeah it all happened and i was quite i myself was surprised that it happened you know but uh, but since we really wanted to make it happen we were so aligned and focused on the entire build uh, and entire team who was involved over there like from the contractors side other consultants from the expo city team there were some consultants everybody had a certain goal which is fully clear hmm. and yeah we had our limitations of time and we can't make so many changes because everything gets reviewed six or seven times you know and that takes time so okay. we have to see to it that whatever we decided in the morning is cleared and material comes into site by tomorrow morning oh so imagine the level of vetting certain information drawings materials yeah. what comes on site the details that happen on site so we were pretty much there more than 20 hours you know yeah throughout the clock and finally you know when we see hanzimer's team using that space cold play coming and recording their ps1 and 2 being recorded so many people have come in and out and my main thing is what you know not to get emotionally too attached to your design process you know wow such that you start worshiping your own work that shouldn't happen hmm. then everything starts hurting you yeah. even small little comments this that with people not knowing what really happened during that period and what uh, each of the team members had to go through and then when they make certain comments you know you might get so i also realized like how certain people how music directors or composers the process that goes into making their uh, you know body of work mm-hmm. and when somebody who listens to it within 2 minutes starts commenting how hurtful it can become or how difficult it gets you know so my whole thing has been like you know whenever you do something finish it off do complete justice to it and then plug off yeah and then stand outside it and then review your own work uh, critique yourself be ready for constructive criticism yeah and all that so yes i must say that you know feathers taught me so much because an entire year we were staying outside our comfort zones you know yeah. and i had my office running in bombay simultaneously other projects are happening mm-hmm. so i learned a lot during that time on how to manage two different things three different things and yeah finally we are here in 2023 and you know what it is <laughs> <laughs> amazing man
can a home studio efficiently be built in say like a room space of 120 square feet or a single room completely soundproof absolutely like my first ever project was a 117 square feet space okay which i built back in 2013 okay and uh, i myself was there throughout like as the carpenter as the acoustic consultant as the uh, architect or the designer just to understand is this really possible you know? okay and we created uh, hemons resonators we created certain absorptive elements diffusers and just for a 117 square feet i might have spent more than 5 to 6 months oh but because it was my first ever challenge mm-hmm. and i had to make it right you know so but we finally did it and it is still being used and appreciated by the user wow that's so nice to you so that's where you know uh, for independent musicians and directors i was doing a lot of such spaces which are small and compact you know mm-hmm. so my journey started from there before getting into you know huge volumes auditoriums uh, like at the ncpa and then many other auditoriums outside okay yeah resto resto bars and lounges so many things then we even ended up doing the Mahatma Gandhi International Conference Center in uh, Niger, Africa, okay. which is India's first ever project outside India. Okay. You know, yeah. So that was a big deal back in two thousand eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Amazing. All your designs that I managed to see are you know fantastic. Any other designs that you would want to talk about? I know you detach from your projects, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like no, uh, all my clients, like everything has come through referrals. Like after doing certain project that. client gives you know some kind of recommendation to the other in his or her circle of uh, friends it has all happened like this organically since the year 2013 okay wow so i have never marketed my services it was purely through as i said you know uh, organic way of building up so we ended up even doing uh, some work at uh, the recent you know the triple r movie ramcharan's uh, uh-huh. place in jubilee hills hyderabad as well oh okay where his private lounge area in his residence space was designed and done. so that was a very interesting experience where you know he called me to have a personal chat and understand how we would go about it and all that okay. and uh, while i was speaking about his space he ended up being more inquisitive about Okay, how does acoustics really impact a space, etc., etc.? So I ended up actually spending at least an hour and a half just explaining the process, the detailing, and he was quite intrigued about the whole thing, you know. Wow. And then we had a cup of coffee and uh, you know exchanged few smiles. And uh, my wife and her friends were great fans of his uh, movies, uh-huh. you know, okay. connected with uh, the college days, you know, your yeah. memories connected with certain movies. Uh-huh. So it, we took some pictures. He was quite uh, a gentle soul to you know uh, interact with. Nice. Similarly, there was another very uh, interesting incident where you know Rehman sir comes to his site for randomly. You know he doesn't give you any notice. He'll come and drop in any time. Okay. Okay. So uh, once such a thing happened, and Aditya quickly calls me. Rolls quickly come to the Andheri site. Uh, sir is there. I was like, oh my god. I'm in New Bombay. Oh man, I was just about to ask you that. 
So it takes at least one hour just to reach there, you know. If yeah. it is a proper no traffic zone and all that. So right. And I always plan my day one uh, day in advance if I have to go anywhere towards the suburbs or anywhere, you know. Yeah. So I just quickly rushed, and I have some information that I have to put together before presenting him, right? Uh-huh. So I was one and a half hours late. Oh man. So in my head I am like either he will kick me out or he will just not want to see my face or if the content is good enough he will entertain me for at least 10 minutes okay yeah I reached there okay this is a ongoing a studio uh, construction that and the uh, KM Academy construction at the Andheri place okay mm. and we had started for those discussions okay, okay? so Aditya is waiting there Aditya is like oh my god you're very late you know then we sit together and uh, he didn't have any uh, negative expression hmm. okay he was quite uh, poker face and ramon sir like uh, you know sits down he's like okay let's see what you've got you know let's discuss then we started discussing uh, giving him the picture so fedor's and his and the space everything is being discussed and he was quite a delight you know to speak to he was very engrossed in the whole thing not even once did he say oh you are late and you know uh, you wasted my time or something like that like that's where i realized where greatness comes from and how you know if you have the right content in place hmm. you have nothing to fear you know so these kind of things have happened actually many such instances you know not uh, just the names i have stated there are so many others that i have come across like eminent personalities and i've had some really uh, cherished memories of those meetings yeah, yeah wow how could a newbie get to work in the field of acoustics could you give us your advice for people wanting to get into this line um See every team member that joins me is a newbie actually okay mm-hmm. and uh, i give them like around 3 to 6 months just to stay around explore hmm. see the drawings because you know uh, if you don't have the interest towards it uh, it will not be a very uh, enjoyable process okay right and i definitely don't want a person waking up in the morning thinking oh my god i have to deal with this i have to deal with that i must say it is a very challenging day each day okay yeah and how you make it smooth and uh, fun and memorable is your approach towards the specific project or the user or the end result okay yeah so um you can imagine like you know just with a certain uh, workstation design you can end up spending more than a month okay yeah and it depends how many times you get to interact with the user or the client and sometimes you have designed something for so many days and uh, maybe a month and then in the end when the user actually meets you is like okay no this is not what i want i am adding few more elements to it i have mm. few more equipments now what do you do you know yeah and uh, then we charge a fee or something it's not like per hour basis or something like that and when you act if you actually do that you will get kicked out <laughs> yeah you got the point so sometimes you might not earn from a certain project but you might earn respect from that project you know yeah so we have to have a balance of so many projects which pays you or which doesn't pay you 
and some might be just case studies see i must be very honest in saying that the attitudes have changed over time okay mm-hmm. when we started as newbies or interns in maybe 2010 and what it is in 2023 is very different and yeah. uh, i must say that you know i started off uh, working at maybe very not expecting anything on the monetary front and then it was more about the knowledge front correct okay? correct so and the interactions we have with people and all that becomes your knowledge yeah yeah absolutely in today's day uh, sometimes certain people expect that you know each interaction that you have with a newbie or a fresher is like so accountable like ha itna nahi diya abhi aur chahiye aur chahiye are aisa thodi na hota i mean it is all like organic process you know so yeah in my own experience like i have been on that side of the table before starting off this uh, small firm right yeah. so i see to it that we are a very complementing team for each other mm. monetarily professionally and knowledge wise yeah so i give an easy 3 months for a person to grow and understand the field and then take a decision do you really want to be in this zone or you know just head out yeah then the next 3 months i put more effort into that person into detailing into how to deal with clients it is a multiple uh, sphere of things you know it's not yeah. just design and detailing and making uh, good looking drawings it's yeah. also about how the uh, illiterate person on site understands your drawing okay understood and how your each line that you've put together doesn't cause a mistake at site and uh, the materials used you're checking it and how it is merging with other materials the workmanship everything like it's an all in all process you can't just sit in an air conditioned space throughout the day and expect things to happen at site it never happens that way yeah a newbie i would say it's not necessary that you need to know music or anything of that sort you just need to be able to appreciate sound yeah and be inquisitive about the process and what they deal with and uh ideally we are not just dealing with making studios and auditoriums we are also doing you know interiors for residences offices hmm and it's like a complete process so Uh, even if we are doing a acoustics only project we end up getting into the design aspect the interiors aspect so that it is merging with the vision yeah of the client you know so that's how it is so we are not purely engineers we are not purely artists we are probably involving in the entire process engineering architecture and the art everything together amazing thank you so much rollins thank you so much sir I have my resume ready and I'm going to share it with you as soon as I say this recording. I'll be humble to, you know, have a senior person like you on that front. No, 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 not all senior, but yeah, very interested and I'm, you know, really very intrigued about how you go about doing, you know, studio builds. It's a very interesting uh, area to work and especially since I work in this field and uh, yeah, as understood from our conversation i clearly understand it's not you know just about drawings and so many other factors you know drawings don't make sense until you know it actually gets to the site and you know it's built to spec and you know until it sounds good yes 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 absolutely and uh, in our team you know i am 
I'm a person who's like, I don't need you to have so many graduate degrees or postgraduate degrees. If you have the right tools in place, you know, you know how to deal with CAD, you know how to deal with the modeling software. That's about it. Hmm. If you have the right tools in place, you just need the aptitude. I'm saying Correct. aptitude, not attitude. Attitude comes later. Of course, that is also needed. Yeah. But that's about it. In today's world, no, you don't need to prove your education and certificates yeah. to be somebody or build your own identity. You know. Correct. That's what I feel so because that time is over. Yeah. You know, it's like if you are a great programmer, you don't need to be an engineer. You know the coding uh, and you have a talent or a knack for it. That's about it. You know how to go about yourself, you know. Yeah. That's about it. Awesome. Thank you so much Rollins for doing this. Thank you Anand. I'm hoping uh, I didn't deviate too much. I'm hoping I have encompassed most of the information that you were asking for. No, no, certainly not. It was a really good conversation and a very meaningful one. And I thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You just heard a day in your life. An offspin original. Created and produced by Anand Krishnan. This show is live and available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, Savan, Ghana, Wink and every other place we thought hosted podcasts. Give the Offspin team a like, maybe a subscribe on their Instagram page and be in touch. We love hearing from you. Keep listening to content from Offspin Media friends and keep listening. The opinions expressed in the show are personal to the guests and the host and do not necessarily represent the opinions of the producer or the platform. This show does not intend to defame and denigrate any individual or organization in India or outside. The show is created for entertainment purposes only. It does not encourage smoking, drinking or any kind of substance use. It may contain the use of harsh language that may be considered offensive, rude or profane by the listeners. It may also contain incidents that mention or describe mental health issues, casteism, suicide and violence. Listeners are advised to use their discretion. This is Offspin. <laughs>